I am going to hold on to this grudge against Tom as long as he's held on to the one that caused him to make that decision. Hello. Welcome to Half In, Half Out, the only LGBTQ plus gymnastics podcast. I'm Kino. And I'm Blake. And today we are talking about lots of random nonsense. Uh, but we missed everybody, so we should probably talk about them, like something, yeah, you know, th- random nonsense. Th- things have occurred. Nothing's like things have occurred, but also nothing's really happening. Yeah. You want to you want to. Um, hear my outline that I just made for the episode Ooh, it was on a sticky note yeah it has three items on it here <laughs> oh no uh number one is Kyla yes number two is trains <laughs> and number three is twitter questions <laughs> yeah yeah I like all of those things I do you think we should do it in that order like yeah, should trains be the buffer yeah but I also think that's the title of the episode Kyla Ross trains and twitter questions Yes, I am excited to talk. Oh, I'm excited to talk about trains. I'm glad. I'm also excited to hear you talk about trains. I just think it's hilarious that the trains thing is now a thing on this as well as the rest of my life. So we've both been having really weird <laughs> months. Yeah. Basically, like, since the Olympics, has just been like various versions of chaos. Yes. Um, so it's good to just like talk to you, and I'm glad that we can talk about I know. And trains and questions from twitter i know i haven't talked it's so weird i haven't talked to you as much we've both been just so busy um and you know life is life and it's 2021 and 2021 is being 2021 i do have a lot of thoughts and feelings about the kyla thing though yes okay so let's start with that um kyla ross is the volunteer assistant coach Mm -hmm. at arkansas which I was very surprised by. Me too. <laughs> so the reason I'm so surprised is because of, well, first of all, because Kyla was like a human and molecular or like, mm-hmm. you know, cell, human cellular biology major, mm-hmm. something it very complicated, took five years. Like I it's going to be some kind of medical professional, like re- a real smart major. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't like, imagine doing that-, that and being an athlete. Not that athletes aren't smart. That's not what I mean. Yeah, it like it's, it's not that like it's not that like coaches are supposed to like have one academic background or anything. It's just like she, I feel like people had directly asked her if she was going to coach, and she was like, "No, I like want to do this other thing." Well, I wonder if she's coaching in the interim, and yeah, that's I'm, why she's an assistant probably. volunteer assistant because I'm like maybe she's is going to go to graduate school, mm-hmm. or maybe she's just taking time off, especially because of like the chaos of the last year and a half. Yeah. Um, but I was like, when everybody's like, oh my gosh, Kylie took this um, volunteer position. And I was just like, now with, what now? With Fish and Jordan. Right. Like, so that that makes sense to me. But also that's like, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just think like, it's not that I don't want Kylie to be a coach by any means. I think Kylie would be a lovely coach. It's just, we've never gotten that vibe before. And I'm kind of like, but I still want you to achieve all your, your medical field dreams. I don't know. But maybe yeah. her dreams have changed. Maybe yeah. her dreams have changed. Um, I, it's exciting. I am not I'm super excited. Yes. Um, one of uh, this almost gets into a Twitter question, but I will not let it go there. So we don't have, obviously, like all of the college schedules yet. But mm-hmm. We have some. We don't have the Arkansas schedule. We just have like one or two meets where other people's schedules were released in there against uh-huh. Arkansas. But if Arkansas comes uh-huh. anywhere near here or you, that's another question is like, what are our travel plans? So we'll get into it. We'll get but, into it. Um, the answer is we kind of don't really know. <laughs> yeah. But we'll talk about it. Yeah. But um, I would like, I would go to a meet to see. Here's the th- I have, I bought and season and singular season ticket for Michigan as soon as they went on sale because I wanted to make sure that no matter what was going on like if Mm -hmm. Michigan had a pride meet or if um somebody cool came to Michigan because um 
that's how I got to see Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I came to Michigan and I was like, this is rad. And I got to like briefly talk to Maggie Nichols and like got to see Brenna Dowell and like very glad I got to do that. And so mm-hmm. I got a season ticket. I actually technically put it in the podcast name because I wasn't sure how season tickets were going to work, especially like COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that if there was a situation where I, we needed to pay, like pick something up, like mm-hmm. ev- every meet that if it was, if we were giving the ticket to somebody else, that it could be in like the podcast name right. and not them asking in somebody else's name and them, them trying to be like ID or something. And so I put in the podcast name, we have a season ticket to Michigan. You're going to, you're going to have people show up. I'd like the half in half out um, Michigan right. season pass, please. I'm like 99% sure they're like sending me mm. a thing. And if like I show up to a meet and somebody like stole my thing, I will like find no. you. Yeah, I will find you. But, we'll be in um, pa- podcast hall of shame. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm not necessarily going to be at all of them, but like when cool people are there or if like, so if Arkansas comes to Michigan, I will be like, I will be there. Right. Um, I know. I just wish like meets on Fridays get so complicated uh, for me. Same. But that same. meet is a Saturday, isn't it? Uh, yes, it's March 11th. Which is a Friday. Yeah, it's a Friday. Yeah. Fridays it's just messy. are fun. It's just it's messy. messy. But, we'll talk about it more in a little bit. But. Um, other thoughts on Kyla Ross, other than I hope that we get to see her at some point. I I think that I'm glad that Kyla would coach, though, rather than be a commentator. Not because I don't think she would be a good commentator, but I don't think it's the would fit the same. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Kyla would be an excellent commentator. She'd be very knowledgeable. I just don't think that she would probably be as happy as a commentator. Because yeah, a lot maybe. of people are like, this person should be a commentator. And I'm like, but what if that's not their jam? Yeah. I, um, especially what we saw of her in like the last, her last year at mm-hmm. uh, UCLA. I was like, oh, this is a person who, like, I think pr- prior to that year, I think I would have thought of her as somebody who was like just a little quieter, shy mm-hmm. to coach, maybe. Not that like, you can't be quiet in a coach, but like, I think I just would have been a little more surprised. And then I saw senior year Kyla and I was like, oh, yes. Okay. Like, makes a lot of sense. Kyla just has such a quiet confidence, but mm-hmm. also that translates really well into like helping coach people because yeah. like, well, and, so, I just feel like Kyla would make you feel very like secure and safe. And yes. So I was just going to say what I was Going into my senior year of college, I was an orientation group mm-hmm. leader. And um, I almost didn't apply. I'm very glad I did it. I almost didn't apply for the job because you had to dance into every orientation that you nope. worked. Nope, right. absolutely not. And so I like got through it or whatever and like barely danced. But that is like my actual worst fear in anything is like public dancing. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say public humiliation. No, yeah, but like public dancing in particular. And so, and I, I also just didn't think that I was, I had applied the year before I didn't get it. And Mm -hmm. I kind of just thought that it was like, I don't have the right type of personality that I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And then I think a lot of things changed like socially, politically, and um, things happened in the OGL year before me (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I think changed some of the ways they made decisions. And then I got it the next year. But I remember being really nervous about the fact that I wasn't like happy because mm-hmm. one of the other things you had to do was like you had like a word that represented your group. So like I had determination. Mm-hmm. So my friend Rhea. And you had to get your group to like yell it at other groups. Mm-hmm. And I that stresses that. me out too. And when I do that, but then a really cool thing happened, which was like I kind of told my groups, like, if you guys if like a group of you are really enthusiastic about wanting to do the thing, I got like, I got your back. We can totally do it. It's not my jam. And I know it makes a lot of people uncomfortable. So we're probably not going to do a lot of the yelling. And I had so many students tell me like that day or weeks later, or like a year plus later that that 
meant the world to them. Like it made them so much more comfortable knowing that they didn't have to do that. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about Kyla in a space where not a lot of people have similar energy to her in the coaching space. Where I'm just like, oh, you have an opportunity to connect with gymnasts who are more like you in personality, who I think are often like overlooked or misunderstood by coaches. Yeah. Okay. Thing two, trains. Okay. So I, this is really funny that this actually came up. So I don't know if I've ever talked about trains on the podcast. I don't know if it was just me like tweeting about trains. Um, but some people know, I guess I know at least um, Kali's Bars, a longtime supporter of the podcast, knows that I like trains. This starts probably about four years ago. We're gonna, I'm going to take you on a journey. I was driving home one night from work and I was stopped at a train. Very common where I live that you get stopped by trains when you're going places. And I was like, you know... And I was just like, I had this epiphany while sitting at the train tracks and it's dark. And I was like, trains are really cool because trains have been around so long and like the technology keeps getting better, but the technology hasn't really changed, if that makes sense. Like trains are still effectively trains. Like it's not even like, oh, we invented an airplane that was like made of cloth, you know, like the Wright brothers. And it was like, you know, one of those whatever the ones that go like this nobody can see my hands but uh they have a they have a name it it's by something the like whatever by wing bifocal airplanes <laughs> um that's not how it is with trains it's like they invented the technology and now the only thing that really changes like how they run or what they carry and i was like trains are so cool and i texted this to my best friend and she was like i mean yeah they're cool but like what <laughs> So then it became a thing that I'm like kind of really into trains and I'm not even into the trains. Like I don't know a lot of facts about trains. Um, I'm not like, oh, this train was invented and was used. And like, I don't know anything. I know I probably know, know more about like how we exploited people and immigrants to build the railroad than I do know about actual trains. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this has kind of just become like a quiet, like private joke in my personal life. But I tweeted about it once or something because then I was I was supposed to go um, to Korea and Japan and I was really excited because I was going to be able to ride a bullet train for the first time. And then guess what? COVID. So I didn't get to ride a bullet train for the first time and I'm still really upset about it. And I always talk about how it's so stupid that the U.S. doesn't have high speed rail. And I think maybe I'm also just really into high speed rail because like the idea of going on a train that fast is just like so cool. And then Kali's Bars, like, sent me this whole, like, long thing about, like, infrastructure and why the U.S. doesn't have high-speed rail. <laughs> and it made me really sad, but it was really informative. And I was just like, yeah, but I still want trains. And then Pete Buttigieg became the, the secretary of transportation. And I'm like, okay, Pete Buttigieg, your job is to get a high-speed rail. That is your most important job, because I don't know what else you're doing as the director of trans secretary of transportation, to be perfectly yeah, come honest. On. Come on, Mayor Pete. Come on, Mayor Pete. So, <laughs> so I have this really weird like love affair with trains and it just like comes up like all the time. Like I'll see like a book about trains and somebody will be like, oh, like, do you want to buy this book? And I'm like, well, no, I don't <laughs> want to buy this book about trains. Or like, yeah. I'll be watching a TV show and somebody will be like, did you recognize that there was a train? I own this shirt. That says I like trans and it's <laughs> a person on a train. <laughs> With the trans flag sticking out of the back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my but it's friend, like my friend oh, Lindsay um texted me one day randomly, like a couple years ago, and was like, and she's like a relatively well-known YouTuber. Um, and she was just like, I'm gonna buy 20 of these for people if you run the giveaway. Like yeah. if you if you manage the like how to choose people, whatever. Right. And I'll buy you one too. And so I was like, and you were like, great, I will. Absolutely. Um, so I made a spreadsheet and then I got this shirt. And it You should is, have worn it today. I should have. I'm wearing my like rainbow team shirt. Uh it's so weird that I don't <laughs> like I can never wear it. Like I feel like there's like because there hasn't been pride. Uh, 
Right. And also for pride, like I have better stuff to wear. Like, and it's not like comfortable as a sleep shirt. So I just like, <laughs> I like haven't figured out when it would have, it would have been perfect if I still had my old job. Like I would have worn it. Right. Like, to work with like a cardigan or something. Right. But yeah. yeah. So I guess that's the whole thing about trains. So here's the I thing. Like tra- I-, I like trains. I'm not like a train nerd, but I, um, I wish we had better rail travel in this country. All yes. of my Amtrak experiences have been delightful. In grad school, like I took the train every day because that I didn't have a car. I really like trains. And it, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, I can't tell you facts. I can't tell you facts. I can't tell you when the steam engine was invented. I probably should know that from like history class in high school, but I can't tell you that. I can't tell you. I can tell you like that Shinkansen are like what they call bullet trains in Japan. And I think they're really cool. And they're like super, super cool. And I totally want to go on one. And like, I can tell you that it's stupid that we don't have more rail travel in the United States, but like a lot of my, my, like my things about trains are feelings. It's not facts. Like I can't teach you anything other than like we exploited like Chinese immigrants to build the railroad and not just Chinese immigrants, but like, yeah, we exploited a bunch of people to build it. Like, you know, it was like, they're just so cool and I just like love the idea that a train is timeless I hate that we don't have trains with like dinner cars anymore same like I, I was don't literally want to just go, gonna say yeah. my one qualm with trains is that I'm on it for too long for you to not have a decent food situation like I've That's been you on bring long, your own food I know but I've been on long train rides where it's like we totally have that we totally have this stuff and then they like don't like it's like never open like I have okay so I have a story like I was in um I was during my study abroad I was in I was like visiting France for the weekend and I was coming back to the UK so I'm on the channel um and I accidentally misbooked my ticket because I'm a dumb American and I thought that I booked my return ticket for 8 p.m and I booked it for 8 a.m because I forgot that we were using 24-hour time and I thought stupidly like an American I'm like well I'm booking in American dollars why wouldn't be <laughs> not in American time, like in 12 hour time. So I had to take a business class, tr- like ticket back. And they gave me like a little meal. And I was like, this is included. There are certain levels of upgrades that if you have, like if you have money that you could afford to do these things, like the slightly better economy in a plane is usually worth the money yes um the business class on a train i have also been business class on a train i don't think i got a meal i think it was too short but i've also been business class on a train absolutely worth it well here's the thing though it's the it's europe and you're barely on this train because you're going from france to england in the channel and they're still giving you a meal this is shorter than a flight in America, and they're not giving you like then in, in America they're not giving you a meal on that plane. Why do we live here? Oh God. Oh well, no, um, I just think that's also just like they've totally like changed the way they do food on planes. Yeah. Because back in the day, if you went three hours on a plane, they'd be like, "Yeah, here, have lunch, dinner, and a snack." Whereas now it's just like, let's make it as cheap as possible. Yeah, and the also chair is like stapled to the ground. Everybody, but also like everybody gets to the airport super early because you never know, and so then everybody has time to go to the food places, and there's a million food yes. places. Unless you're trying to fly out of North Carolina after no being food? frisked by the TSA at like it was like six or seven p.m. Like it was not like late, late. Like it was was daylight. it a Sunday? I don't think so. But well, everything was everything was like already closed, and I was like. It's the airport, though. I was like, like still, I was like, I think we were one of the last flights, but I was like, could you like wait like twenty more minutes, please? <laughs> like, look, if I'm flying out of an airport that's really, really small at six a.m. and Subway will give me the meatball sub because I want it and I don't want breakfast, you should have be able to get dinner at seven p.m. in right? North Carolina. Right. It was like a weird tiny terminal where I swear to God, I walked in the front doors and I went through a time machine. It mm-hmm. looked exactly like I imagined airports looking when I was a tiny, like whatever the first time I flew was. Right. And I was like, what is happening? And then it was the worst TSA experience of my life. 
Okay, so wait, I have here, one more thing to say about. No, 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 I have two ahead. more things oh, to do. say about trains. Is that go. okay? Please, please continue about trains. Two more things. Two more things, and then I promise we're done. No, no, um, no, that's fine. My family went to the Grand Canyon, and they have a train that you can take to the Grand Canyon. That was really cool. And then they had a fake train robbery done with actors, and they steal your money. It's really just tips. He tried to steal my contact case. And I was just like, no, you can't have it. I need this for my eyes. And he was like, no, I need it because I'm a train robber. And I was just like, and then he like obviously wasn't going to take it. But that was really cool because it was like an old timey, like a fake old timey train. And then my other thing is like, I I never, I was kind of like beyond the age of like watching like Thomas the Tank Engine. Okay. But like, that's a very popular, like, even now I think for kids, like really little kids to watch the trains talk to each other and have them yeah, have no, a human friend, out, right? Shout out, shout out to my um, little brother. Yeah. Like Thomas the Train. Okay. Okay, fine. The green train Percy is a total dick. And I thought that as a kid too, he was so mean to Thomas and the other trains and he's the green train. So everybody should hate on him. And that's, I guess, my last feeling about trains. But now you guys all know why I'm really into trains. And I'm not even yeah, in I the like sense trains. really into trains. I just like to talk about trains and how cool they are. And they're timeless. And like Kali's Bars, shout out again, sends me like the video that she watches in her high speed rail class every week. Like this week, she's like, she sent me, it's all in Japanese, so I can't understand it. But it's about Japanese bullet trains. And I'm pretty sure. And last week she sent one where France set the record for like the fastest train and it was really, really dramatic. And I just really enjoyed it because I just think that we need to appreciate trains more. Like people forget about them. And like every time I visit a place that's like train heavy, I'm like, this is the way to go. It is. And like you can make them. I live in Metro Detroit, which was like built for everybody to work at car place and buy a car from the place they don't believe in trains there okay twitter questions yeah twitter questions thank you for listening to us talk about transportation yeah mayor p if you're listening i think that your new children would really like you to build a high-speed rail system in the united states i could not agree more (laughs) um okay so Let's start with the ones that I already kind of alluded to. So one was, what are our travel plans for 2022? <laughs> and then another one was, are we going to Auburn at Michigan in March? I am going to Auburn at Michigan in March. Um, I am going to try. So it's just, that's too far. Honestly, everybody, that's too far ahead for me to think right now. Like not too far that I can't when, like when we put it on he- my calendar. When we get the but, heads up that tickets are like about to become regular season, like single meet tickets are going to mm-hmm. become available, then we will try to like get the details in order. And slash, I, I will probably, to be so honest, buy one just in case. I will probably buy a few. Yeah. Well, I guess because even yeah. I, I don't, I don't remember what kind of season ticket I bought. I don't remember if I bought in general or assigned. Mm-hmm. But um, I would literally just like probably buy another ticket just so that I had like an, the other view, the other view, right? And then I also like I don't know if there's anything legally weird about us giving them away, right? There well, probably is. There but, probably um, is. But um, like I know a bunch of people who would want to. You know what I mean? So I yeah. Uh, I'll I guess just, the I'll reason the reason I can't say yes right cheap. now they're like ten bucks they're like ten bucks yeah it's not even it's not like a financial issue um it's really more of like okay can I get there in time but also yeah. like logistically you just, like, have to take the, you just have to take the day off right and so like logistically I have to know what the entire NCA schedule looks like yes to because, make some of these decisions because the other part of the question what are our travel plans good lord I wish we knew so. There's, I'm going to say this as vaguely as humanly possible so that nobody gets in trouble. There is a meet that might happen in January that we might want to go to that would involve like significantly more travel than any of the other ones that we're going to talk about that we can And it would, yeah. And so that would be like uh, using the savings we have, draining resources situation. Yeah, a lot of this is like, it's logistical, like, 
it's logistical in the sense of like we have to decide like we have like, to ask I for only time off work and time off work and we only have so much and also it's like okay financially like if also, the, like the podcast I, can't yeah if i'm taking time off in certain parts of the school year and march is one of them Mm-hmm. sometimes I just like can't and sometimes I have to ask like way 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 ahead of time because it's only be like one of us are this out so um like March 11th at Michigan at most I might need that like a half a half day at most off probably not and so that will be fine but like big 10 championships which is the 19th of March but that's a Saturday right I don't know yeah yeah because regionals are on a Saturday too, which is helpful, but like certain travel we have to do together. You know, like here's the thing: if we have to fly somewhere, obviously Blake is not going through an airport without me. There are certain situations in which it would be totally fine. Yes, but it depends on where we're going, yeah, and not that the, like I don't believe you can advocate for that, yourself, but like for the one that we're talking about, it would be, it would certainly be iffy. <laughs> It wouldn't, but honestly, getting there is fine. It's the getting back, right? Right. No, I know. But like, there, like you know, considering like your experiences in the past, I would rather us to be able to travel together. Yeah. You know, like, because we are trying to go. Um, it just, it's really iffy. And, you know, with, especially with, you know, the precariousness of COVID, like. Yeah. It, it, it's not, we are not trying to avoid this question. We are having yeah, no, serious talks. No, yeah. There's... We just don't know. We're having talks about Big Tens. We're having talks about um, traveling to either Pride meets or just like matchups where we were able to be able to get multiple people mm-hmm. um, who are who've been on the podcast before or open the career or whatever to where they're at like matchups against each other, and we have to make decisions about which ones, and we don't have all the schedule yet. No, um, we don't. We're hopefully gonna go to like, like where do we know where things. NCA Mag is yet? Nationals because we were going to go, and then we couldn't well, yeah. because of COVID. The, I mean, it could change because of because of um, COVID stuff. Oh, it says Oklahoma. It says Oklahoma. It's, it's, yeah, it's Oklahoma. We're not going to Oklahoma. No, and then it's not Penn State. But Oklahoma, then but that's twenty twenty four is Ohio State. So that one. Like, here's the thing, like, not to be like, no, I don't want to go to Oklahoma because it's, it's literally like it's logistically not possible. Like if we're going west and we're, go- we're going to California, right. you know what I mean? Like there That's are right. certain it's just <laughs> the farther west we go, <laughs> it's different when we're on this half of the country. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about regionals. Yeah, there are. We could potentially go to these are absolutely different from the ones that i just saw you were looking at last day. night so that's weird i trust the other source more but um yeah so we don't know we're gonna travel but we're working I, on it i will absolutely if i have if I, I mean i will find a way to be at Auburn at Michigan because I already have a ticket for it and I'm very excited. Our most in like the only impending, like not impending, the only upcoming travel plans that we have are going to Simone's tour. Yes. Um, Which is not travel for me, it's travel for you. It's travel for me. So like that's not like that's the only thing that we're like, oh, technically we're doing this. Like, and that's travel. Yeah, that we know of. And people are also traveling to us. Yeah, so to go with us, such to as go with us, such as the Megan Robbins, which related question, um, Megan Robbins had to ask, uh, "Are you secret murderers?" My friend Glennis heard about our plans to attend some tour together, and she's very concerned that I'm meeting strangers from the internet. Alter- alternately, are you catfishing me? She would like to know. Well, let's just say this: Blake and I still have only met in person once. That is a true true statement. So technically, Blake could murder me. Gus Please don't herself. murder me. Um, no, we are not. Um, <laughs> we are not <laughs> murderers or catfishing you. Um, no. If you would like the video of this recording, 
you are like the one person who I would actually send it to. Yeah. Yeah. I would trust, I would trust like you, the Megan, like the one person. Yeah. Um, basically. So yeah, we're real life human beings. And I'm sure there's we actually ways for us to like prove that to you and your friend. Yeah. Let's FaceTime. <gasps> or we could Zoom like we're doing right now. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. So a question from Christina. So just thinking as students are back on campus and preseason NCAA gym is underway, who are your up and coming teams to keep an eye on, i.e. not Michigan and UCLA, but teams fans might not have on their radar. And I said, <laughs> I was basically like, is this a read? And she was like, oh, do you know, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, no, I'm kidding. Like this, I cracked up. Um, her example was Towson, which I think is a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Auburn, obviously, Arkansas. Oregon. Oregon State. Oregon State. Um, um, uh, I'm still just I'm looking forward to LIU having a more like substantial regular. season. Yeah. Um, like not like substantial meaning like not being canceled because of like COVID stuff. Um yeah, like they had to, they were one of the teams that actually had to like cancel meet sometimes. Right. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to just like seeing schools that we didn't get to see a lot of last year. Like we didn't see Stanford last year. Yes. You know, um, I don't know Stanford is like it's not like it's a it's a bigger program um yeah because it's stanford but yeah i stanford for sure um cal mm-hmm. i i'm really I'm, looking forward to see what cal's going to do this year same i feel like i've said before that i've been on team georgia is ready for a comeback I was thinking the same thing. Um, I really think that Georgia is on the up and up. Yeah. I've been thinking about Victoria's bars actually all day. So the reason I've been thinking about it is because somebody asked, like, what are your top three floor routines? And I was like, I can name, like, my top floor routines across all the disciplines of gymnastics. But, like, um, let's be real here. Like bars and beam are more my thing. And I was like, what was a bars routine that you really loved this year? And that was the answer is Victoria's at Georgia. Yeah. Um, I just like the between the bars. I want to say it's a between the bars Delchev, but maybe it's a ganger. So <laughs> I can't yeah, remember. I, no long, I just really enjoyed watching them. Um, yeah. Good leadership coming through and um that's just yeah that was one of the it was one of the teams that left the biggest impression on me last year as like from us starting the podcast and not following as many teams as I do now to like mm-hmm. when I think of like who I want to watch Georgia's pretty high up on that list I it's a ganger by the way I just figured out I, I made so sure I googled it's a between my, the bars ganger my other two would be and yes like yes I'm biased uh, would be Wisconsin Eau Claire. Two reasons. Yes. Kaya was really cool. It totally sold me on D3. And um, a woman who works at my gym, her daughter is also. Also, um, we can cut this out because I don't know if it's considered like poor form to say this, but like apparently they were ranked last, like in the total of everything. Um, um, and I don't yes, say that as an insult. So like, no, no, I no, love no. an there's underdog. Like a, there's, a, there's a mathematical reason. Well, yeah, they only had four meets. Yeah. So it wasn't even like, it was, it wasn't like, I feel like that, I feel like you keep it in, but you have to clarify that it's because they didn't have. Like, so yeah, they came in, they came in like ranked out of all of the teams last. Um, And it's literally because they had four meets. Is that? That's according to Spencer. Let's go through all of Michaela's questions. Yes. Rapid fire Michaela questions. How do you feel about orcas? Are they the top predators of the sea? Um, I feel like orcas, are those the killer whales? Um, are we not supposed to call them that because it's mean? Maybe. Okay, well, I think if that's true, then I would say yes, orcas are the top predators of the sea because think about how much bigger they are than like a shark. Except for, I'm pretty sure there's probably something li- living at the bottom of the ocean that's a bigger predator. The scale we of just don't whales know. freaks me out. Um, so probably yes. Um, do you prefer Christmas or Halloween? I will Christmas. amend this to for me to be Hanukkah or Halloween. <laughs> Actually, I should have to choose between Christmas, Hanukkah, and Halloween. I think my favorite 
would be a Hanukkah because um, food. Food. And I really <laughs> like the structure of like eight nights, which mm-hmm. like not for not everyone means eight gifts, but for me and Janae, it doesn't. Some of them are like extremely small, whatever. Um, right. I've found really like creative, cute things to do with mm-hmm. like the eight. So like um, this year I got like eight different red bubble stickers and those were like the gift tags. And then like on the back, it was like on the back and then you like flipped it over and like would see what the sticker was and then get a present. And sometimes the stickers had to do with the present. Um, so cute. So I like Hanukkah. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you, do you prefer warm weather or Wait, wait, wait. I want to clarify why I don't really like Halloween. Oh, go ahead. I just like, I'm not into scary stuff. And I feel like that's why people really like Halloween. And I would just like Christmas, like I can spend time with my family. And Halloween is just like the only thing that's fun is like if you have like a cool costume. And like as an adult, I don't have opportunities to have like a cool costume as often. So like, yeah, yeah sure. I've, there's, oh, and Reese's Oreo, Reese's Oreos, Reese's pumpkins, but. The next one from Michaela is, do you prefer warm weather or cold weather? Cold weather. Cold, cold weather. weather. Cold, cold, cold weather. I love jackets. I love sweaters. I yes. Love oh my gosh. Put me in a sweater. Put me in some boots. Like, uh, I just love, like, I was just talking about this at work today. I was like, I can't wait for it to be like. 40 degrees and I can put on like a nice jacket jacket mind you okay jacket we're not talking winter coat no be like 45 degrees put on a jacket and just you can go outside you can be like oh isn't this so nice yes that's like going outside and being like I immediately want to die it was really nice this morning and it was really nice yesterday and I was like oh my god I'm in heaven do you feel an m to f trans person would be accepted and allowed to compete for an olympic spot the rules say allowed so I think if somebody was able to navigate all of the obstacles that are in place between being a young person and then like being of competition mm-hmm. age, I do think that USAG at this point, but because I don't think that we're that close to that happening because the no. policies have, policy have just allowed for the kids who could be that person to start training as an authentic mm-hmm. gender, basically. So... Um, or to be competing as their authentic gender. So it would be some time off. I think if and when that happens, I think USAG will tokenize the fuck out of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to be like, eh. I, think I think that if USAG thinks you can win a medal, they'll take you. Yeah. What I think is going to happen a lot between now and then is going to be trans femme people be doing things at younger age younger younger ages that are now in alignment with like the better rules but still feeling pushed out of the sport at a certain Mm -hmm. point um and i think the likelihood of folks figuring out like part of why I think it is possible is because we're accepting older and older people, especially in WAG. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think it would be a lot longer ways off. Um, right. But it, I think it would take a lot of coincidences and or otherwise like adjust like rule adjustments that I don't see them making voluntarily. <laughs> Right. in order for somebody to like actually have a system where they can thrive enough to get there and not be like stopped along the way in particular things i think about is like this person would if if they were to like pop up tomorrow they would have to naturally be very small mm-hmm. because we don't currently allow for enough adjustment mm-hmm. in the equipment and like that's ch- changing yeah, but i think yeah. we need to i think like one of the things that will help with that being a thing is seeing more of those rules shift more and more in a direction that like actually is intended to benefit just like cis people, but like mm-hmm. also makes things more inclusive for trans people. Um, for the record, I would love to be 
the person that USAG asks about what to do when this happens. And I'd love to be a person who helps USAG figure out why it's not happening when it's not happening for a while, even though they change the rules. <laughs> Maybe you will be. Yeah, just put it in the universe. Um, thoughts on that? I mean, I agree. I, I me. Sorry, go ahead. I, no, I was just going to say, I agree with you. Like, I I mean, like I said, I think that, yeah, once, once we get someone to that level who's able to get through all the obstacles, like you said, I think, I don't think that there will be an obstacle once you're at that level because the U.S. wants medals. Yeah. And if you are going to get a medal, then they're just going to be like, cool. But I think, yeah, I think that there's a lot of obstacles between that right now. Yeah. Um, and you also have to be like a strong enough person to be able to then handle what's going to be the media. Yeah. Backlash. Um, and you have to have a USAG in place that would be able to back that person up and be able to put protocols in place to protect yeah. them. And like, that's the type of work that I would very much like love to do with USAG is like help them figure out like how to make that. Like, that I just think work. of, I just like think of like some of the stuff like in the conversations that were happening at the Olympics, you know, and I'm like, you have to make sure that your organization is going to back you because yep. it's going, it's going to be hard because there's, you're always going to have your detractors and you're always going to have people who say that you don't belong there and like all of those things so at least like for a, a, enough people to make it harder to do that job as the athlete mm -hmm. in a way that impacts like that everyone in the organization needs to be like very aware of mm -hmm. for like a very long time like I hope at some point it's an issue it's just like our lifetime stuff I'm like well I don't know right um where do you think Tom Forrest place will be in the history of this sport. Um, I don't, I don't think that when we, hold on. do you have thoughts on that first? Yeah. Um, I think it's look right now. Um, and for the foreseeable future, Tom is in this position. I don't see that changing. Um, and I think that uh, I think Worlds is going to actually make a huge impact on this. Um, actually, I think I think how he handles selection for 2021 Worlds is going to be a huge factor in his legacy, whether that's a good or a bad legacy. I think that he will be forever known as for what he did with the Tokyo Olympics. And how he handled so many, like, I think that's, tarn I think that will forever tarnish his reputation. I think Tom is going to be like a blip. I do too. I, I, think, saying, I think, I think everything that happened during his time that isn't him being whatever, good or bad, um, I think it's all going to get just like overshadowed by the things that athletes did at that time. Yeah. And I think that like, I don't know. I think just, I feel like the whole way he handled so many things will end up really honestly, probably kind of going unnoticed in the grand scheme of gymnastics. They'll remember this, but people are going to, people, I mean, I think eventually that people will forget like the trial snubs and the fact that he chose straight all around rankings for the first junior worlds. And like, it's hard for me to tell. But also it depends on what happens in the next quad, I think, it's, too. Yeah, it's really hard for me to tell right now, I think, how much people are going to remember and not remember the snubs part of it. And that, I think... I will never me, forget. I will never forget. And that, to me, I think is going to be the really interesting question. Is like, are we about to be those people who won't let it go? Or is this actually going to be, like, a big part of how we talk about him? Um, and then I just like it will know. forever be. I am going to hold on to this grudge against Tom as long as he's held on to the one that caused him to make that decision. <laughs> you know what? Tom made a decision, in my opinion. I don't know Tom, so maybe that's not true. Don't sue me. I think Tom made a decision based on a grudge 
from 25 years before. That's what I believe. I think it heavily influenced his decision. And I think that decision ultimately ended up negatively influencing other people and not just the selection of the Olympic team. Yeah. I think it goes back farther than that because I think it goes all the way back. I think it goes all the way back to 2018 world, 2018 world selection. Like, yeah, I think that Tom stepped into this role and there are times when I think being like, yes, I think there are times when like, yes, the scores matter. Like if you want to say, I like the rule that the top two people at trials automatically get a spot. I think it's a good rule. I think that the fact that Tom's grudge or whatever his issue is stems back to the person, one of the people who got taken instead of his own gymnast was Shannon Miller, like really discredits a lot of his argument for his own gymnast. Yeah. Like if this like is what, if Simone got sixth, would you not have taken Simone? Right. So it's just like a mess. So I read this question as, yeah, I read this question as like the, in like the big scene of history, like what do we kind of like remember about him at this time? Blip, I think like blip, blip. mostly people are going to forget. I think people are, I, I'm, I kind of think people are going to like remember the end of the Marta era and then be like, and then what happened? And then like whoever the next person is who's either like really, really, really good or makes history in some way is like the first whatever. I feel like people, or, hi Gus. Um, or, or, I remember Tom, if he like does something absolutely terrible. Yeah. Or I feel like if Tom does something really, really good and it's like, like everybody's predicting, you know, it is like the U.S. is not like the gymnastics powerhouse in the sense of like they're going to run away with a billion points anymore that they were, which is totally fine. Like whatever. That's just how sports work. But I feel like if Tom like suddenly like pulls out like a team and that they win them, people are like, oh, it was all Tom's doing. They're still dominant. And I'm going to be like, it's not Tom's doing, though. No, I don't think I feel like. You don't you don't think that people would like if suddenly No, I don't think people are gonna give Tom that much credit for anything. Like it I think we'll I think we've learned at least enough to like give athletes a way more credit. I don't think I don't know. I don't think I, I, guess, I think I don't know. Okay, okay, I'll back that. I'll backtrack what I said. I think that You don't have to backtrack it. I just think that no, like, no, no. that would be that would be nice. I just don't like I don't I no, I don't want that to happen. I don't want people to give Tom credit for things that are ultimately like. No, I just mean like I want him to like do a good job. I still, like, yeah, <laughs> I want him. I want him to do a good job, but I also don't want like him learning better techniques to, and strategies to select teams to also be like, okay, yeah, that's your job. Fine. Yeah, no, no, yeah, like that's he what needs I want to, to he be needs to become competent in yes. the areas of his jobs where I feel like he's maybe not. Um, right, and he's not competent. So, I've I feel like suddenly if he becomes competent, people will be like he's doing so good. I'm like, no, he did his job. He did his job. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna amend all things gymnastics podcasts to just speed it up, and also because I think what like to speed it up. Um, I'm gonna amend this to that second half. Which college gymnastics team would we want to be on? Ooh. The answer is definitely like not UCLA because I don't dance. I would not fit in at UCLA. Um, I would. I don't. Um, I don't. Da- I like to bat dance poorly, but I would. I. And I, my answer is not Michigan. Um. I would not want to. I stand by the fact that I do not. I would not have enjoyed like a, a state school experience. Hmm. Like I probably genuinely have most enjoyed like a D three experience, but if I had to pick a D one, what about a D three state school? No, probably. I'm just saying. I was clarifying that a D three yeah. school can also be a state school. Yeah, no, probably. Um, but um, uh, I don't know. One of those like tiny East Coast schools. Um, I don't know vibes. Who I would like mesh best with? I wasn't thinking about like geography. Oh, I was, I was trying, about to, like, I'm trying to like not be a trans person in this situation, which is still like impossible. Um, and he, like not Washington with whatever is going on there currently in like coaching debacle, right? But like maybe Washington, 
Um, I mean, Cal, because I would love to go to Cal just in general. Yeah, I actually did think Georgia, but like, I, that's like the cishet version <laughs> answer. I would want to be in the East Coast. There's like partnership teams over there. Yeah, but they're all little teams. Yeah. But I would want to be in the East Coast probably in actuality. Um, or I'd want to, I would also want to, or I would, I probably would have looked at like Illinois. Oh, what about Pitt? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, my answer might Pitt, actually be like, Pitt. Pitt. My answer is like, probably Pitt. Pitt. Great. Like, my answer might be Pitt. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, Pitt like, has really good vibes, like, yeah. good school. Yeah, maybe my answer is Pitt. Yeah. I'm going to go to a school in the SEC. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think you just, yeah, I think maybe Pitt. A couple more questions. Um, Are any of them silly? Yes. Oh, this morning I woke up um, <laughs> to a message. To a text. Um, to a text that was, um, I have a question for the podcast. Are you straight? And it from, was like. From Morgan Heard. From Morgan Heard. <laughs> and I was like, and I was laying there this morning and I was like, wait, but I didn't realize that it was for the, the episode. So I was like, wait. Said, I Morgan have a stupid Heard? question for you. Yeah. I and, I, and I was like wait, Morgan, do you really not, wait, what? And then I, I realized, oh, it's a joke. But I was, like, very disoriented. And I was like, why is Morgan Heard asking if I'm straight? Does she really think I'm straight? How dare, yeah, how dare you? <laughs> um, it was very funny, though. That was funny. Lauren, formerly the UCLA gym source, Lauren asked for, top five i amended when i told you about this question ahead of time i amended it to top three and then i amended it to top three bars routines (laughs) ever i don't well that's okay go ahead go ahead that can be two questions um top three favorite ucla floor routines note that so i want to acknowledge the conversation that we had about it it's it's yeah because i'm just like okay first of all like i don't i pay attention i do a lot of a lot of the stuff is problematic for a lot of reasons um yeah. including just like the storylines people gave cultural appropriation etc right yeah so i said then just don't pick ones that were those things so my my answer and the, the third one, I feel like I can be swayed on. Mm-hmm. My answer is number one, Mars Bogey routine. Mm-hmm. Number two is there's like one video of it. Nobody like ever saw it. I did that the other day. Um, <laughs> Kino broke a hanger. Um, my With number my two, my number two is absolutely Sakai's boy band routine. And that is exactly the music that I would pick if I wasn't afraid of dancing and was a gymnast like that is like that would be what I would do if I was like a drag king or something like that is my that's my jam um and then my third one is I said Nia's like this year routine I feel like I can be swayed Mm -hmm. because that I went back and forth about that a lot with a bunch of different ones and I thought (sighs) about older ones but I like those three better than all of the older ones that I really like I don't, I'm not incredibly well-versed in the old ones. Like I always say, I'm always so like, especially because UCLA meets go so late. By the time we get to floor, I'm always very sleepy. Um, not that I'm not paying attention because like, I love like Shay's or floor routine and Nia's and Mars's. Um, oh. Did you forget Shay Campbell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Mm, I don't know. I'm going to have to put Shay since I Nia's. I would, I would put Shay in there. This is a no- this is in no particular order. Um, I would also include Ohashi's routine, but only with the split leg. <laughs> Not that I don't like it without it, but I just, that's like one of my favorite things to watch. And I got to see it like live. And um, yes. I love that with the split leg. And honestly, anytime Pulla's on the floor, um, but I think technically one of her routines was problematic because I think it was yeah. like something to do with um, Coco Chanel. So yeah. I'm not that one, but any of the yeah. ones that weren't problematic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I honorable mentions. 
would be um, Nora. Um, yes, Nora. Also, fish. Fish. I really liked fishes at the, 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 meet the meet the Bruins in the With flower the Leo. I love um, that one. Yeah, same. I, I was thinking about fish. My answer, I think, for number three is Chase. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for what she does this year. Ah! My friend Riley, who is currently in my house in another room, <laughs> um, sent me these questions with the caveat really, really leading into the stupid. Um, I love these questions, though. Uh, gymnastics is now suddenly a partner sport, like figure skating can be. <laughs> who is your dream partner pair? Like, what two people would you want paired together? Gender Wait. is gender is irrelevant. Like, not okay, that was my next question. Yeah, gender is irrelevant. Uh, uh, it might it Nora and Mars probably. Nora and Mars. Wait, does this have to be NCAA? No, but that's my still my answer. Um, oh yeah, no, no. I'm just thinking like. Uh, who else? Wait, what kind of pairs is it? Is it like pairs bars or is it like pairs beam? Intent, Imagine like, pairs beam. The 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 Gatorobas did pairs beam on a talk show like two days ago. Love that for them. Yeah. Um, one of the most fun split jump. Uh, I guess yeah, Nora and, Nora and Mars. Nora and Mars. Yule and Alec. Yule and Alec. Um, Yule and Alec. Yule Yule Moldauer and Alec Yoder. They would Heath, be amazing. Oh, Heath and, well, Heath and Morgan is my answer. Oh, Heath and Morgan, duh. How did we take that long to get there? Um, Heath and know. Morgan, Horkina and herself. Um, no, Horkina and Simone. <laughs> no, just imagine. No, see, I think Horkina would literally be like, I'm going to clone myself and do Paris gymnastics with myself. I know, but I want myself. her with Simone so that it could just be like, like a, and then like you film it as a reality television. No, 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 no. Horkina. <laughs> And Carly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just because Orkina would be so miserable the whole time. Okay. A celebrity non-gymnast is suddenly in a competition. Who is it and why? This could be because you think they'd be actually good or because you hate them and want them to embarrass themselves on international television. I think uh, this should be one. I think we should have one of each that we should each have okay. one that we want to see because we would want to see it. And like see them do gymnastics and one who we would want to embarrass on national television international television who are already people who do gymnastics because my answer is like so many people do gymnastics Um, my answer is denali from rupaul's drag race oh who's already a figure skater and like can do flips and stuff my second answer would be kylie so make love also rupaul's drag race who also is known for doing flips and stuff and i think identifies like as a gymnast um Side note, I have put on Twitter before that I watch Nolly on the podcast. I want to make this happen more than pretty much anything in the world. Kylie just, no spoilers, was on All Stars. <laughs> oh, okay. And so probably a little busy and popular at the moment. Yes. I'm trying to think. I don't... If Kylie, If Kylie were to have won... Drag race, which I'm not saying happened, she would would be the first uh, trans woman to win American Drag Race. Oh, that'd be cool. Very exciting, right? Um, if that theoretically happened, especially because like, isn't RuPaul like not into that? Used to be, yeah. Oh, he's he's yeah. improving. Well, it, we couldn't tell how much he was pretending to improve and like how much he'd actually improved, but then like was super cool with Gottmik, who's a trans guy who was on season 13. Um, I don't know. Like, I actually, I would love to see Jonathan Van Ness. Yeah, but already does gymnastics. That was my Already does gymnastics, so that would be, like, fun. But then, like, somebody who I don't like, who I would love to see embarrassed. But no, but who, who, who like, fully does not do gymnastics in any shape or form, which would you actually want to see because you think they'd be good? Because they'd be good. You can't, and we can't include, like, figure skaters. No, because it would be honestly because it would be entertaining, good or at least like dancey good or something. Oh, I was thinking of things that would be funny. Um, I mean, I mean, not too. good. They like, they wouldn't they wouldn't feel embarrassed. 
Oh, see, um, I was thinking about Shaq doing gymnastics because he's just such a large, like, imposing. That would be good. <laughs> that'd be good. Um, like, that'd just be a weird concept. Who would be good at gymnastics? He's never done it. Karama from Queer Eye would actually be a good choice. <gasps> now I'm thinking of Antony and how much I love him. Antony and Karama are the answer then. Um, I, Janae uh, also really loves Antony, which is great because if I was the most similar to one of them, it would be Antony. Oh, um, so hot. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. Like, I bought he's his doing, He's doing good for the name of Polacks for sure. Like, it's, he's, yeah. thank you. Thank you, well, Antony, for doing good for my people. Also, half the, like, his cookbook is very good. I highly suggest it, but also just, like, he's so beautiful and he's in all the pictures. Who would you want to have have to do gymnastics on national television and embarrass themselves? My first thought was Wendy Williams. Not even because I, like, actively dislike her that much. I dislike her just enough to where I would find it funny. I'm trying to think of someone who I, like, just don't really like that much. And I'm just, like, like, a celebrity who, like, really rubs me the wrong way and I have no, like, rational reason for disliking them? Um, Cruz. Yeah, but Tom Cruise, we have a reason to actively dislike him. Yeah. I feel like I'd be someone who, like, thinks they're hot shit, you know? Gwyneth Paltrow? Like, take him down a notch. (laughs) Yeah, goop goop this, Gwyneth. Um, Um, I'm trying to think. A Kardashian? (laughs) Yeah. I was gonna say, um, like a uh, what's his name, the space guy, Elon Musk. Oh my God, Elon Musk! That's the answer. He's my <laughs> millionaire. I hate him so much. I'm so glad. Oh, you know what? The only reason I'm glad that he's into space, even though I hate the fact that he's into space, is because he's not hurting trains. You know who I would actually want to see do men's gymnastics for for realsies is Barack Jeff Obama. Bezos. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be really interesting, actually. I just want him in like an iron crush, just like. I feel yes, he would do. Yeah, yeah. I was imagining him doing beam actually, because that was my first reaction was Barack Obama doing beam. I don't know why. I also just thought of uh, when you said beam for some reason, I thought of share. Imagine share doing floor. We have to stop recording a podcast. I know. <laughs> Not because it's gone too long, but because we got to share on the balance beam. <laughs> okay, what's the last question? That was it. That was it. Do we have Maybe. any other things that we need to talk about? Um, have we talked about Oklahoma joining the SEC and how I'm mad about it? No, maybe, but... Uh, we can save that for another day. It's Yeah, it's less than ideal. Let's save that for another day. Um, I'm trying to look to see if we got questions that for whatever reason, like are showing up for me and not for in the podcast list. This was um, really just like, hey guys, we're alive and we're alive. We are, we're trying to schedule stuff. Um, yeah, we have really, really cool people who people have absolutely asked for before. Who we are, and they've like, said yes. We just and don't said have, yes. We're just working on scheduling. Like also Both remember, we're post Olympics. Both of them right involve t- both of them involve tricky time zone calculations as well. Like we're in a very just like so we just have weird. to we have to we have to be in a place where we can have a little bit more flexibility mm-hmm. because we have to deal with time zones. Well, I also just mean that like it's also still fairly soon after the Olympics and people are preparing yes. for worlds and like COVID yes. and like all of these other things. Yes. Um, so we are still we still exist. We're still trying to do stuff. Um, but we thought we'd at least come on and talk about something. That almost um, feels like a spoiler to say it's like, well, they're like, but the Olympics just happened. But I guess technically, like. No, I don't mean it in the spoiler really way. I just one, mean that like. One, one or both of them would be impacted. So. Yeah. And some of the people that we're talking about, like, are conversations that have been happening for a very long time. Um, It's just, it's hard. And, you know. Yeah. We're working on it, though. And also, it's hard for us to also have an episode when it's after the Olympics and nothing is happening. Like, Spencer is even barely posting. I know. 
they also took a break, which is very good. Um, which is good for they should. I yeah, just mean that, have, like, nothing of note is happening, really. We have what one more banked? Just full out. No, two we more. have none banked. We have full out two. And that is not. I do not think that's seaworthy. I don't either. I don't either. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't Patreon, think full out two is. That's seaworthy. a Patreon. That's um, a Patreon. Like it's not seaworthy. It was guys, so bad. The movie is so bad. That when we talked about it, we were just like, it just like half of it. it I mean, I can funny. give you a recap. <laughs> it wasn't funny. It was so bad compared to watching Fallout One, which is bad in a funny way. Fallout Two was so right. bad that it wasn't funny anymore. Like Fallout Two has KJ Kindler going to a dance party with with the the, the, the athletes. It yeah. was like insultingly bad. Um, it was just weird, and also there were just some really. It was gross. So weird things going on. Um, it was like vaguely gay in a way that was also just like, why is this vague? And I don't want to say why is this vaguely gay, but like. But then they didn't follow through. They didn't follow through, and also these people—they're like, the thing is, you got to be really careful when it's real people. Yeah, and also when and like you're not gonna people, like yeah. If you're not gonna follow through, like also these are real people. Yeah, and like, are like. Mm, yeah, and also like you're just giving people romance lines, like romance storylines that seemingly didn't exist in real life, and like you don't know if all those people are straight. Like you just don't know anything about them. You don't, but you they also can be, have to they be, can be very married. For, they can be married. They can be heterosexually married. Yeah, like are they heterosexual? Are they married? Are you implying something that we don't know that's true? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is someone in their family going to think it's real and that it's like exactly? And the other question that all things gymnastics had was, what team would we want to be a part of? What Olympic team? And I was going to say, but then I was like, that's too hard for me at this moment. One that what includes was, the people who I want on there. Well, I was going to say I would have picked this one, and then I would have pulled a stick it for Morgan. Yes. That's my answer. I have to go hang with my friend and eat food. Follow us on the internet. Yes. Link tree, etc. And we'll try to have something to you in hopefully two weeks from now. Maybe something will happen. Maybe we can have something. Maybe we can do a recap of a competition. I don't know. Yeah. If you have something that you think we should talk about, let us know. Is there a competition yeah. you want us to talk about? Is there that uh, we've never talked about before? We could because we could always watch a competition separately and then talk about our feelings about it. Yeah, we watch them together. We can do lots of things. So we can do lots of things. We got like a couple more of those before we can put out ones. At least before we can put out ones that have the stuff that we're most excited about. So don't abandon uh, us just because there's not anything happening. <laughs> yeah, it's just that time of year. So all right, that time of year. see you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.